How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have my new season co-star with me, Eric Degatti, with One Human Performance. How's it going, Eric? It is going great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining in with us. So I, I'll, I'm going to uh, recommend a bunch of books. I don't know if you're like me. I'm a total Audible junkie. Like I'll, I'll rip through 15 to 20 books a year just on Audible just because I'm in the car going back and forth to, to yeah. uh, appointments. And so there's a book called uh, What Does Not Kill Us. And it's by a guy named, by the name of Scott Carney. And Scott Carney originally started the book going out. He kind of likes to go out and he to debunk different, you know, gurus and so forth. And he went, uh, originally talked about his exchange with, with Wim Hof. He went out to try to dispel his whole method and kind of prove him to be a charlatan. Well, you know, not to give away the surprise, he ends up going full circle and ends up climbing, you know, a, a mountain with, with Wim and, uh, the whole story behind that is kind of cool, but within that, he also he starts to discover that there's this whole cottage industry that's no longer a cottage industry. It's a multi multi million dollar industry of intense activities, of this this wanting intense challenge that is part of our human nature uh, that we're not that far removed from in our DNA, but we're very far removed from in our everyday life. And people wanting to go out and get involved in boot camps and Spartan races and uh, the rise of CrossFit and um, triathlons and all these things where people are getting engaged in very intense activities that you didn't see 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, 20 years ago, fitness was a line of selectorized equipment um, that I went on and I just did went down the line and sat on a chair and moved the, the thing that didn't give me a lot of options back and forth 10 times. And then I went down that line and I did it two or three times. And then I went on a machine with blinking lights and watched TV and it was relatively mindless, um, but it was docile and it was um, it wasn't really all that challenging. Where now, when people are looking to, you know, run through fire pits and jump, you know, climb up walls, and, electricity, and, <laughs> yeah, and like and and going and they want to do get involved in Olympic lifts and all these things. I think it's a very good thing that needed to have more physical culture, but because now we have this crossroads of of very fragile people that are now ending up broken because they're overtrained and like there's, there's a big gap between health and fitness and they're not the same thing. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what I was going to say, going back to what you were talking about 20 years ago about, you know, going through your city and there being only one physical therapist, maybe one gym type thing. Now there's 10 physical therapists and 15 gyms and you know, like all that is good. That just tells you the fitness minded people, we sparked it up and got going and, you know, Baby boomers pretty much didn't do that much besides walk in and maybe started doing like the, the selectorized equipment like you're mentioning. But I think from Gen X and, and down, it really started booming, which is a great thing. But now these are the problems we're seeing and now we're fixing them through processes like what you're talking about. So that, you know, I've, I've seen all that myself in the last 12 years as well. So it's good yeah. that we, we've got a light on it and we're talking about it and coming up with programs. You know, nothing happens over overnight. But yeah, there's a lot of injured people more on the mega high intensity side. <laughs> yeah. And so what ends up happening is it gets slapped the label where, oh, everybody, you know, you get hurt if you do CrossFit. No, if there's some CrossFits that, that do an amazing job of scaling their exercise and having filters and having checks and balances. Um, so in and of itself, it's, it's not going to hurt you. Listen, you can get hurt just as much, if not more, going for a job. Yeah. They did research where they interviewed people 
at five Ks. And there was an incredibly high percentage of people that reported pain before the race, right? Go to your local 5K and count the number of knee sleeves and then the, um, you know, and the ankle wraps and all that stuff. And that's before the gun goes off. (laughs) And so these are people that are doing something that's quote unquote healthy, but why are they breaking down? And, and then, you, you know, I'm the guy that peels back the, the, the layers. And, and um, I, I think it was Richard Feynman that said, you get to anywhere by four through four whys, right? So I always say, well, well, why is your knee hurt? Well, I heard it running. Well, you only run with one leg? No, 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 no. But, but well, uh, why is your left knee hurt and not your right? And why does your knee hurt and not your hip? Because you're running with all that stuff. So where's that weak link in the chain? Um, and unfortunately, we don't look at that. We look at it very myopically. And then what makes it worse is if you look at what risk factors are out there for injury. So the number one risk factor for injury is previous injury. And so like now you get in this, this, this downward spiral where it just never gets better because we also have a, 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 a dogmatic mindset in a lot of our rehab and where if you go in there and Brad, you walk into physical therapy tomorrow and you say, my knee hurts, they're going to poke and prod and ice and stem and heat and rub and give you exercises all for your knee where that may not be where the problem is. That's where yeah. the, the, the pain is, but maybe it's because you lack ankle mobility and that's why all the stress is going up into your knee, or maybe you lack stability in your pelvis and that's why all the stress is going into your knee. Um, but if we give everybody the same exact recipe, some may get better and some don't. And then that's why they end up getting re-injured. And that's why it ends up being palliative. And that's why they end up needing to go three times a week for six months, because it feels a little better when I go, but then I leave the clinic and it's, you know, within a day or two, it's back to where it was. Um, Because we don't have a very deductive process of figuring out, well, why did this even happen in the first place? You know, when I had physical therapy in my facility, I'd look and see, you know, there was the people who slipped on ice and got tackled in a game and got checked against the boards, but the large majority of them were their bodies are just failing. They were just, they were just losing the battle to gravity. Yeah. And in one way or another. And had been doing it for a long time and they probably didn't notice it until the pain onset. A, a thousand percent. And when you look at structure, um, you know, the, the, the uh, analogy I like to use, the, the line I like to use is from one of my favorite movies, Shawshank Redemption. It talks about time and pressure. And, and so like the example I give is with your structure, it's a pretty durable thing. Like your discs are not that fragile. Your spine's not that fragile. Your joints aren't that fragile. But if you do enough to them over time in small doses, they will break down. So like, if you look at your teeth, like grab a tooth and try to move it. And hopefully it shouldn't move. Yeah. And if it does, go, go see a dentist immediately. <laughs> but they don't move all that easily yet. How much pressure do we use in orthodontics to move a tooth? It's one gram of pressure. But it's over time that eventually it realigns your structure. And so if you look at that, you you spend, you know, sitting in a desk and chair for one day or one hour or one week is not killing you. Doing it for for 40, 50 years on end, that is what ends up catching up with you. Um, And so if you don't have a way to, you know, pour some of the stress out of that bucket, it's just going to show up. And where it shows up, I don't know. And how it shows up, I don't know. It could show up in your back. It could show up in your hip. It could show up in your knee. And it may be because you lack mobility and you need more of that. Or it could be because you lack stability and be able to the ability to control your body. Or maybe you just lack a level of fitness. Um, there's a lot of different reasons why that stuff shows up. And so, you know, people are just flat out confused. They don't know what to do. Yeah. 
and it's not going to go away overnight either. Once you do the screening and catch something, it's, you know, people want, you know, next day service and be healed. This is, you took 20 years of, you know, pounding on that knee the wrong way. It's going to take a while to kind of rehab you back. But, you know, that's, that's why you have the professionals to screen, catch it, help you through it. And, you know, physical therapy if needed. And it depends on what the issue is, is what's mm-hmm. interesting is that most people understand there's the hardware and there's a the software, right? There's the, the, in that we always look at the hardware, the knee, the, the, the bicep, the whatever it is, that's the hardware. And realize that the, 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 the joints and the bones are really just only moved by the muscles. And what moves the muscles? Well, what moves the muscles is your nervous system. Mm-hmm. So muscles in and of itself, cut your bicep out, lay it on the table, it's done. It's going to do nothing. Hook up a car battery to it, it'll start to contract because we go on electrical impulses, whether it's conscious, like I'm going to throw you a ball or it's reflexive, like, oh my God, there's a ball coming at me. I need to react. That's happening through our nervous system. And so how do we get the nervous system to adjust, make those adjustments is through our movement habits. And if you know how to push the right buttons and, and knock down the right dominoes, you can change your movement pretty quickly. I've had people who couldn't reach their hands past their kneecaps, be able to touch their toes in a matter of minutes. Um, but I have to also warn them that, you know, the good news is that you can get there. The, the bad news is you don't own that range of motion. I'm just giving it to you temporarily so we yeah. can now teach you this new movement behavior. And then once we, once we practice that new movement behavior, then you can start to own it. But then the next thing is, can you actually use it? Can you actually go out to the golf course? Can you actually go out for the 5k run and actually use this new range of motion or new control that we've established? And that's really the art of good, good training, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's the ability to, to be able to connect all those dots and recognize what are red flags. Uh, how do people get a hold of you? You, uh, you have a website, social media. What's the, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Uh, I am on social media and as I'm part of your demographic, it is not my sweet spot as much. Um, so that's an admitted flaw, even though you can find me everywhere, Instagram, or Facebook, or any of those at, at Eric Degatti and it's, uh, E-R-I-C, uh, D-A-G-A-T-I. <clears throat> and then if you go to the same website, which is www.ericdegatti.com, what I put on there, since I go out and teach so much and do these, these types of things is I have a a forum in there where you can ask Eric right on the homepage, where if you, um, if you just write a question there, it goes directly to my email box and I'll get back to you within, within a day or two with any of your fitness or training related uh, questions. Great. Awesome. And I'll also put all those details in the written form on, uh, on the podcast show as well. So they can just click on the links, but uh, thanks Eric for uh, joining us today and we'll, we'll catch you on other episodes. That would be awesome. This has been fun.